Welcome to Jabberwocky Audio Theatre. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. Visit our website at jabberaudio.com slash support to learn more or go to patreon.com slash team jabberwocky. The following audio theatre is rated ADPG, so parental guidance is suggested. Throughout history, there has always been a chasm between the bulk of humanity and the enigmatic circle who hold true dominion. Those whose influence remains shrouded, save for the rare instances when their designs cross into the outside world. Mr. Queen, how close are we to the next phase of Operation Repatriation? The last of our major pieces for the Los Angeles stage are now in place, Mr. King. After the events of the Las Vegas phase, You'll understand if we might be a bit skeptical. I understand, Ms. Rook, even if I don't agree. Let's not raise old business at this stage. Mr. Bishop, how did the probability model hold up? Well within parameters. If anything, events unfolded more smoothly than expected. You see, Ms. Rook, all is on schedule. We should be able to proceed within uh, two months, by my estimate. Miss Knight... Any significant financial implications? Even disregarding windfall from the Las Vegas phase, expenses to date have been well within expectations. Very well. If pawns are in place, we will continue as planned. I think it's safe to say our future, not to mention our past, is shaping up just as we'd hoped. Far removed from the clinical calculations of this council, the real-world repercussions of their schemes play out with dramatic results. Jabberwocky Audio Theatre presents Quorum, The Gambler's Tale. Tonight's presentation, All That Glitters, Episode 1. I'm all in. You're playing for the flush. Hell, I'll pay to see if you make it. No way in hell you can be running this good all night. My money says you're about to crack. Yes! I'm dodging bullets here. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Vegas anymore. All right. I'll call that 250. What's that? I'm staying in. Same. Don't get me wrong. I know playing poker for a living is a far cry from the typical 9 to 5. But this isn't where I pictured I'd be just a couple years ago. Flop is two of spades, jack of hearts, and four of diamonds. Rainbow flop to you, sir. Bet 500. Ah, guessing you got a piece of that, eh, Matt? Could be, Dodge. Or maybe I'm just feeling lucky. Okay, okay. Loose call for me. Mm. Fold. I'm out. Raise. 2500 Whoa, I'm out. Feeling a bit confident, aren't we? Fair enough, kid. Your funeral. I call. Too much for me. Burn and turn. The turn. Ten of clubs. Check. I'll check as well. And the river. Ace of hearts. Another 2500 Let's keep it interesting. Tell the truth, this was the biggest pot I'd seen all day. No way was I going to let it go so easy. Then interesting it shall be. Uh, Matt, is it... I'm all in. <laughs> Think you can buy your way out of this? I call. You got me covered, so I'm all in. Pocket rockets, buddy. River gives me trip aces. Live and learn. Never had a chance, buddy. My three five says different. That same river gives me a wheel, ace through five, which, if I'm not mistaken, does top your three of a kind. You 
Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Sometimes Lady Luck just ain't smiling, Matty boy. At least not on your ugly mug. Eat it, Dodge. It's not the most prudent play on my part. Shouldn't have bet so big on the flop. Four and a half to one with that board. But after six hours of grinding, I was getting punchy. Which meant it was time for me to stop. Actually, I think I'll go ahead and cash out. Very well, sir. Here you go. Thank you, sir. All told, a decent haul, but a far cry from the good old days. Stakes at L.A.'s Inglewood Park Casino were a fair bit distant from the big tables in Vegas. That last hand was a godsend. Be able to pay the rent this month and keep my other plans moving forward. Not that the work was especially grueling. Plenty of dead money in here, tossing it away after watching rounders and a few seasons of ESPN poker. It's fish in a barrel for a pro like me, but takes time to reel it in. How I got here is a story. This was July of 2012. Some bad stuff went down in Sin City about a year back, involving Vegas hoods, a set of overzealous feds, and a semi-reformed gangster named Victoria Salkovich. Since then, I was persona non grata in Vegas. Couple that with the online poker shutdown, and I was back to grinding. Ran the circuit of LA's card rooms, which made for a lot of travel time. Out to Commerce or Bell Gardens, Gardena, even down to Compton on occasion. But Inglewood Park was a straight shot down the 405 for me. Being near the airport, they brought in a decent-sized crowd of players, but not exactly high rollers. Come on out to the grandstand to catch the best in thoroughbred racing. Just two weekends left in the spring summer meeting at Fairwager Inglewood Park. Racing season was in full swing, despite the massive heat wave L.A. was currently undergoing. Had its pluses and minuses, and not just for the horses. Overflow traffic made for more amateur play in the card rooms. You'd think they'd be easier to take down, but true amateurs can be tough to read, since they really have no idea what they're doing. Keys to take advantage of patterns when you spot them, but not to look for them when they aren't there. Keep it moving. Don't want to cause any more trouble. No trouble. No trouble. Misunderstandings all. Misunderstanding my ass. Son of a bitch ripped us off. Sir, we have this situation in hand. It's all good. No worries, Tommy Amigo. Sure as hell ain't your amigo. Who are you to say no worries? I'll give you worries. Please back off. Harry, give me a hand with these two. I'm cool. Hey, what the hell? Apologies, sir. Harry, you got him? Fine, fine, fine. I'm going. Gotta go meet someone at the track anyway, but we are not through, Weasel. Here, let me give you a hand. Hey, let me pitch in. I'm all good Samaritan like that. Hey, I know you. Harmon, Jimmy Harmon. It's Kitsch. Remember me from Vegas? Tag with your pal Peeps or my finger pals. Not sure how you two left off. Of course, in case I needed a reminder that the Vegas life wasn't all sunshine and roses, here it came. Skitch, uh, listen, I just need to clean these up and... Hey, beauty stack you got there. Just from the casino here or you got heavy action going on somewhere outside? Uh, these are Inglewood Park chips. So yeah, unless they've become negotiable currency elsewhere, just from here. Uh, that's one of mine you got there. What? Oh, oh, sure. Here you go. Just being helpful. Let's keep it moving, sir. I don't think either of us want to involve the authorities. Take it easy. Take it easy. Copacetic. Just catching time with an old compadre. Running into a little trouble? <laughs> no rumpus. Just, guy don't like to lose. You know how it is. And I mix up with my member card. Must have gotten demagnetized. Yeah. So... I'm just, uh, punching out. Right. So, since we're both clearing, got anything on tap? Bring an old pal in on? I'm full team player. No, no, this is it. Playing things close nowadays. Right, right. But you let me know you got any high potential pigeons coming on, okay? I'll keep an ear to the ground. Great. Glad I ran into you. What are the odds? Only in town a while because of another clash of perspectives in Vegas? You know how it is. Am I right? Sir, I have to insist. Uh, Look, Skitch, I need to go. Oh, yeah, of course. Me too, me too. But hey, you got my digits, right? Yeah, let me... Got my hands full. But I can always get it from Pete. Sure, sure. We'll bridge up again soon. Mark it.
Ready to cash out, sir? Yes, please. Here's my member card. All right. And would you like a casino check, sir? I'd prefer cash if you can. Save me a trip to the bank. Skitch. One of the shadier characters on the Vegas poker scene. As in shady enough to make an elm tree green with envy. Well, greener. Not quite criminal, but... You know, scratch that. He is criminal. A prime example of the grifter subspecies. Just not full-on gangster. Perspective changes once you run up against the real deal. Could hold his own at the table, but like us not to go in with a collection of aces in his hip pocket. No doubt related to his current predicament. <laughs> no way I'd vouch for his reputation. Not anywhere I valued my own. Total is 24,420. Thank you very much. Truth is, I did have something going on. Set up I'd been working toward a while. Kind that could pull me out of the bare-knuckle brawl of the public card room, so long as I showed I could spar with the heavyweights. Had to call in a favor from aforementioned quasi-gangster Victoria Salkovich. Not to mention padding my bankroll to 100 large, and in good old folding paper. But hopefully, it'd pay off soon. I swear my luck is gonna change this time around. You're the big blind, sir. Oh, sorry. It's, uh, 2,000, right? Here you go. Very good, sir. More potential haul in this room than the biggest poker rooms in Vegas. And maybe half as much awareness of how to play the game. A toxic mix of near-bottomless resources and blinding self-deception. But that's Hollywood for you. I mean, Bel Air, to be precise. I fold. I'll pass this one. Jeez, never played against such a bunch of slack-jawed cowards. Raise, 10,000. Fold. Um, so then that's 8,000 back to me? Yes, Mr. Chambers, sir. Okay, I guess I'll call. Yes, call. <laughs> Your funeral, fish. Normally I'd kill to be in a room like this. Crazy rich people. Folks all reason would tell you be all too careful with their money. Easy pickings. But tonight, I'm just dealing cards. Had my eye on an even bigger prize. Or at least a more long-term one. Check. I... I'll check too. Let's see the turn. Big private affair like this was more high profile than I like to play things. Especially since its legality was questionable, given the house was raking a chunk of the prize pool. I wasn't asking questions under the circumstances. But damn if the digs didn't feel like God's own mansion. Kind of place I take odds hosted the occasional eyes wide shut bacchanal. Ladies and gentlemen, or to be accurate, lady and gentlemen, as we do have an unfortunate bit of gender disparity here this evening, while I'm happy to serve as your host for the evening, I must insist that after the conclusion of this hand, we take a 30-minute break. That would be the deity in question. Anton Kreitzer. Big venture capitalist, I gather. Billionaire big. Started as a New York hedge fund manager until he found the stakes to pedestrian. Spent time in Boston, San Francisco, now mostly settled in L.A. Had a reputation for being eccentric. But most relevant to me, he was the gatekeeper to the next step in my plan. I suppose time's a waste. I'll check again. Well, then I think I'll check, too. Bet is to you, Mr. Giddis. All right, enough dicking around. 30,000. Okay, I'll see your 30,000, and I'll raise you... Uh, no string bets, sir. I'm sorry, what? You can't call, wait, and raise, dumbass. What? What the hell are you... He's correct, sir. You'll have to just call. That's not fair. 
I want to talk to Anton. Uh, for Christ's sakes, you've seen too many damn movies. Act like you're just calling, gauge my reaction, then change your mind. Sucker move. Near on cheap. I'll be happy to call Mr. Kreitzer over, Mr. Chambers, but the rule is absolute. You have to make your decision, call or raise, in one action. Fine. I'll just call then. About to break anyway. Two pair, kings and sevens. Whoa, good thing for me I'm holding pocket sixes, Mr. Giddies, which, matched with their friend on the board, makes for trips. Six, 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 the devil's hand. Maybe I sold my soul to old Scratch himself. Don't need the play-by-play, chump. Son of a bitch. Thank you, gentlemen. And I'll see you after the break, Chuckles. Oh, that's fine by me. I was happy to play it cool, act like the hired help. Which I guess I was, but not quite how it looked. Now it was time to find out if I'd earned a chair for the next round. Ah, Mr. Harmon. Nice to see you again. Farah, please call me Jimmy. Uh, Anti- uh, Mr. Kreitzer said to meet him in the billiard room at the break. Is he in there now? Uh, No, not yet. But I think you can go in. I'll be happy to get you a drink. Uh, Sure. Thanks. Scotch, if you have it. I'm quite sure we do. Is McCutcheon all right? McCutcheon? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Neat, please. I'll bring it in to you in just a minute. Oh, hello. I didn't know anyone else was in here. Just me. Trying to kill time waiting for someone. Hey, I'm someone. Convenient in that. Eleanor Wallace. Jimmy Harmon. It's a pleasure. Still to be determined. You a player? I get around some, but I wouldn't go that far. Oh, I suppose you mean poker. A little. Not tonight. Yeah, I picked that up from the dealer's best. Oh, oh, right. Hmm. Not so quick on the uptake after all. Uh, No, I mean, uh, I'm just here... I'm here to see Mr. Kreitzer. It would seem he's a popular fellow. Your drinks. McCutcheon for you, Mr. Harmon. And a Harvey Wallbanger for the lady. Oh, yes, thanks. Yes, thank you. Mr. Kreitzer is just seeing to one of his more demanding guests. He should be in momentarily. So, tell me, Mr. Harmon, what are your expectations for the evening? Oh, I don't know. We could start with a drink, maybe some light conversation. I already have a drink. Well, I meant another drink. After. Hmm, let me guess. You've got a wife and two lovely children at home, but you've got a free pass for the evening and hope to make the most of it. Am I right? Oh, me? No, not at all. My last serious relationship ended more than a year ago. I mean, more or less. Ah, well, that may reveal more about you than you intended. No, I, I just mean sometimes people g- grow apart. I don't think you're improving your situation. Wait, I, I don't mean that I... Ah, Mr. Harmon, Miss Wallace, glad to see you both here. Sorry to keep you waiting. Mr. Kreitzer, I have, uh, um... Did the two of you need to take care of something first? I can wait. Ah, no need, James. My business with Miss Wallace may take a bit longer to discuss, unless you have concerns about speaking freely with her in the room. Um, no. Not on my part. Very well. I trust you're finding the evening educational? Very much so, Mr. Kreitzer. Would you like the rundown? Please. You got maybe four people in the room worth a damn. Two of them are pretty low on chips. I bet they won't last another level. Two tops. Thirds at table two. Quiet, European suit, decent stack, playing it cool. And the fourth? My table. Playing it up like he's an idiot, but slowly eating away. Got one guy so upset he's completely on tilt. The name's Chambers. Or at least that's what he says. Very astute. 
That would be Glenn Chambers. We do occasional business together in addition to playing poker. He's a real estate uh, investor, facilitator, speculator, has aspirations of becoming a film financier, as I understand it. I could also go into the dealers, or the room staff, or the individual you were speaking with before the break. Trying to look inconspicuous, but his mannerisms are fairly distinct. Speaking as someone with more than my share of experience with bad disguises... <laughs> that, that is sufficient. Victoria's assessment of your skills was not inaccurate, or so I gather. Cigar? Uh, sure. Thanks. Miss Wallace? Not for me. Of course, Mr. Harmon, you could be making this all up out of whole cloth. How can I be assured of your powers of observation? All right. Well, you've recently had some work done in here. I can smell sawdust, and the mullion patterns don't quite match the wainscoting. Your assistant Farah out there is new. She's very professional, but the way she wavered told me she hadn't been in your service long. I am impressed. Oh, and please don't take this the wrong way. The cigar is counterfeit. See how the band doesn't have the raised lettering? That said, it tastes fantastic. Frankly, I probably wouldn't waste a perfectly good Cuban on me either. Bravo, Mr. Harmon, bravo! You've renewed my faith in humanity. No, faith in Victoria's judgment, anyway. Might be a stretch to call her human. Ouch. I fear this may portend a misogynistic streak. What? No, I, I didn't mean... Relax, Mr. Harmon. Miss Wallace is well aware of Miss Sokovich's reputation. In fact, she comes into my service by a similar... I'd prefer to retain at least some air of mystery. Of course, of course. Mr. Harmon, I understand you desire an invitation to the more regular playing group in which I participate. Yes, sir, I would. Desire that. I think you'll find the caliber of play is more polished than most of the crowd here this evening. And the stakes are commensurately higher. From what I understand, this will be a level of play somewhat above your usual fare, either at the casinos or online. That's precisely what I'm hoping for. And are you sure you're ready for that? Had a mentor who said something like that, though his judgment turned out a bit skewed. To say the least. To be clear, I don't imagine our group would take offense at poor play. Lord knows there are a few of us who often fall into that category. But we can afford to be a little careless from time to time. Or take your meaning. Like all online players, I lost a bundle when the site shut down. But I have spent the better part of the past year rebuilding my bankroll. And what good is money if you don't put it to use? Spoken like a fellow capitalist at heart. So you are prepared for the potential consequences. Well, I'd be an idiot if I didn't account for the possibility. That said, I don't plan on losing. <laughs> no, I don't imagine you do. <laughs> Very well. So long as we're all eyes open, I think... Hey, Anton, I'm going to head out. Oh, hi there. So, <laughs> this is Victoria's guy, huh? Yes, yes, he is. Oh, Parker, I believe you've met Miss Wallace. And this is James Harmon. James, this is... Parker Wells. I'm familiar with your work. Familiar enough to penetrate your shroud of anonymity. Nah, can never fool everybody. Sometimes it's enough just to reduce a share of the unwanted attention. I can certainly understand that. <clears throat> so what's the verdict, Kreitzer? I was just coming to that, Mr. Wells. James, I believe we'd be happy to have you join us. Not that it's fully my decision. It's Margaret Florian's game. But she let me know she had no objections pending my endorsement. Thank you very much. I'd say you won't be disappointed, but that depends how well you play against me. I think you'll find we hold our own. 
More ways than one, you catch my drift. In any case, no sense putting it off. Our next game is tomorrow evening, the Beverly Palm Hotel. Saturday night special. Usually play Thursdays, but that being right after the holiday this week, we postpone. Folks love to head off to see their fireworks, unless you got weekend plans. Not at all. I look forward to it. I'll have Farah send you the details. Oh, and Mr. Harmon, I do realize your role as dealer tonight was largely pretext, but I would appreciate your finishing out the evening if you're up for it. Of course. Happy to. I'll see you back out there in a bit. Ms. Wallace, uh, Eleanor, I hope to see you again. Mr. Harmon, Jimmy, time will tell. And Mr. Wells, I look forward to facing off tomorrow. (laughs) We'll see, we'll see. Catch you tomorrow, Anton. Now, Miss Wallace, about the task you performed for... And with that, I had what I'd been working toward all year. An invitation to probably the biggest, most exclusive private cash game in all of L.A. The rest of the evening was... Uneventful. This Chambers character kept playing the fool, tricking everyone into thinking he was an idiot, until he cleared our whole table. Didn't take the big prize, though. Knocked out by the player in the fancy suit. As for the big game, the real game, Kreitzer was dead certain I'd wind up losing, or he'd never have approved my joining. And why risk it? Better to keep the pros out. Limit attendance to celebrity A-listers like the cocaine-fueled Parker Wells. People who can bring in the deep-pocketed whales desperate to rub elbows with stars. Let everyone feast on them. And from what I'd heard, Wells was the apex predator in that regard. Margaret Florian may host the games, but he's the real power broker. I'd normally peg Kreitzer as one of the whales, but apparently he and Wells had a history. Fortunately, I was low profile enough they didn't think I was any threat. And more than likely, Victoria had inflated my net worth talking me up to Kreitzer. In the end, it didn't seem Kreitzer had any idea as to the real reason for my wanting to join that game. Then there was her, Eleanor Wallace. I know we only talked a minute, but wow, clearly dominated the room just being in it. Beautiful, sure, that much was obvious. Dressed as if she owned the place. Not so much fancy, but practical in a way that exuded an easy confidence. But it was more than that. It was like there was something dangerous about her. Here I thought I was pouring out the charm, and with just a few incisive words, she turned me into an awkward kid. In all fairness, I was out of practice. Hadn't really seen anybody seriously since Robin and I, well, ended. Almost dawn by the time I got home. Don't get anywhere quick in L.A., but as it happens, Bel Air's just 20 minutes from my place in North Hills. At least in the middle of the night. You'd think the heat would have eased up after having the whole night to cool off but the air still felt like a blast furnace. Like to imagine yourself moving up in the world, but this place was crappier than the one I'd had before the Vegas insanity went down. Same with my car, and that's saying something. But they were both cheap, and had AC, which I'd never appreciated more than now. Still paid to have the daily paper delivered. Don't know quite why, seeing as how I almost never had time to read it, but it felt like the kind of thing you did when you were trying to live more or less respectably. Humble though my lifestyle was, I was still looking forward to curling up and catching some shut-eye. But in that regard, I was destined for disappointment. The evening had one more surprise in store for me. A visit from probably the last person on Earth I expected to find on my doorstep at 5 a.m. Jimmy, don't move. Who? Robin? What? What the hell is... Shut up! Just 
shut up. I let me do the talking. I need to know why the hell you're trying to kill me. What? And like that, my ex pointing a pistol straight at my head. It was painfully obvious that my troubles had only just started. You've been listening to Jabberwocky Audio Theatre. Tonight's production, Quorum, The Gambler's Tale, All That Glitters, Episode 1 of 10. Produced by Jabberwocky Audio Theatre in association with WERALP, Radio Arlington 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. Featured in the cast were Cameron McNary as Jimmy Harmon, Pete Papa George as Anton Kreitzer, Ariana Almajan as Eleanor Wallace, Daniel Riley Bush as Parker Wells, Liz Christmas as Farah, Mike Bernal as Skitch, Kevin Murray as Glenn Chambers, Alex Stinson as Gittis, Greg Jones Ellis as Matt, Tony Quinn as Dodge, Nick DePinto as the casino dealer, Bob Hurley as the racing announcer, Tara Garwood as the cashier, Christopher Walker as the security guard. Tom Kramer as Tom, James Whalen as Paul, and Emily H. Gilson as Robin. With Pete Papa George as Mr. King, Joel Snyder as Mr. Queen, Faith Potts as Ms. Rook, Anna Fitzgerald as Ms. Knight, Brian Crane as Mr. Bishop, and additional voices by William R. Coughlin, John Glassfeld, Patrick Kirchner, Lydia Craniotis, James E. Lewis, Bjorn Munson, Ricardo Padilla, Laura Rocklin, Brooks Tegler, and James Whalen. Recorded at Tulgey Wood Studios in Springfield, Virginia, with supplemental recording at a variety of independent studios across the region. Music by Brooks Tegler. For specific music information, see our show notes at jabberaudio.com. This week's episode was produced by Bjorn Munson and written and directed by William R. Coughlin. For all the latest episodes and information on Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, visit jabberaudio.com. If you're enjoying Quorum and the other yarns we spin at Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcast provider of choice. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash teamjabberwocky for exclusive content and to help us continue to bring you further tales of mysterious suspense and high adventure. Until next time, this is Marsha Renz saying thanks for listening and tune in next week for the next episode of Quorum, The Gambler's Tale. Post time for the next race is coming soon. Don't miss your chance to get in on all the action. Hey, hey, Paul. Boy, am I glad I found you. Got caught up in some nonsense over there in the casino. Low life trying to scan the table. Security got him out, but I think I'm going to stick out here with the ponies. Anyway, tote board's telling me nothing. What do you got for me? Tom, my boy, I'll be square with you. Keep your eye on Paulie B. So the odds change from 4 to 5 to 4 to 3. In the fifth race, a $4 exacta box. 
with two and four, and a $3 trifecta bet one, then five, then four for the same race. Ah, we do make a good pair, Paul. See, this, this is where the real action's at. You are a genuine hero. Hast thou slain the Jabberwock? 